Well, the Buckeyes fall from the top spot in the latest college football playoff poll. We'll explain why. And, of course, Michigan Wolverines. Are they considering leaving the Big Ten? No. Well, they're considering it. It's not going to happen. Lockdown Big Ten starts right now. You are locked on Big Ten. Your daily podcast on the Big Ten Conference. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to Locked On Big Ten. I am Craig Scheman. Thank you for making us your first listen each and every day. It is always appreciated. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube. It's part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash Lockdown to get started. Well, will the Wolverines bolt the Big Ten? We're going to get into that. Plus, the playoff rankings are out. A little bit of movement here. We'll have our players of the week of the Big Ten and our power rankings. We'll see if you agree with those. So hang around till the end for that. Be sure to subscribe down below, if you will, and follow Lockdown Big Ten for free wherever you get your podcast. That way, you'll get the latest episode of this podcast as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, so. Some very important people at Michigan, they're fed up with how their football team and its coach are being treated by the Big Ten, and they're considering removing the school from the Big Ten. Look, in my opinion, it will never happen. But then again, a lot of changes have taken place in college football lately, That uh, things that I never thought would happen, and they're happening. So we'll discuss it. We'll go through this just a little bit. Um, we'll explore a few things. As you know, of course, Late last week, the Big Ten Commissioner Tony Petiti suspended Jim Harbaugh, uh, the football coach at Michigan, for the remaining three games of the season. And uh, the school's alleged involvement in Spygate and the sign-stealing scandal that all went against the league's sportsmanship rules, according to Petiti. Okay? Now, think what you will about the process and where we're at with all this. As you all know, Harbaugh has denied any knowledge or involvement in the matter. And the school uh, failed to get an injunction in time for last week's game against Penn State, but they did acquire a court hearing scheduled for Friday this week that may allow Harbaugh to return to the sidelines for this weekend's game against Maryland. And then, of course, next weekend's big season finale against Ohio State. So that's where we stand right now with that. Now, we are told that Petiti had considered everything from a public scolding to an indefinite suspension and a fine up to $1 million against the university. All old news, just setting the table here for what we want to talk about here. Cause all of this did not set well with people who claim that there wasn't any due process there. And that includes Michigan's board of regents, very important people, the people that run the big powerful university, Michigan university. It's been reported that they were so indignant that they began discussions amongst themselves about leaving the Big Ten. Sort of like, you know, take their ball and go home kind of thing. Can you imagine Michigan without the Big Ten? Can you imagine the Big Ten without Michigan? It's impossible to even think about it, right? Well, have you seen the college landscape over the last year or two? 
Nothing is impossible. Like, did you ever think Texas and Oklahoma were going to be in the SEC? Did you ever think that Southern Cal and UCLA and Oregon and Washington would be in the Big Ten, not the Pac-12? No. Did you ever think the Pac-12 would cease to exist? No. Uh, I didn't. A lot of it. Nobody did. Nobody saw that coming. And these things are happening. So, look, Michigan is the Big Ten's biggest asset. It's the most valuable asset. And at the same time, Michigan is under two NCA investigations, one Big Ten investigation, which overlaps, of course, and an FBI investigation. But Michigan says the Big Ten, despite all this, rushed to judgment on Spygate without evidence and without due process. That's what they're, ham they're hammering down here, the lack of due process of all this. Plus, the uh, Big Ten punishment was handed down to the team as they were flying to Penn State. And Jim Harbaugh reportedly heard about it on social media when somebody handed him a phone and said, hey, did you see this? And Ward Emanuel, the AD, that's how he found out. He was furious that Petiti and the Big Ten did not reach out to him. So there are a lot of people upset with the Big Ten for many, many different reasons. So if Michigan did decide to take the ball and go home and leave the Big Ten, where would they go? Well, the obvious first answer would be the SEC right? Go to the Southeastern Conference. Now, the Power Five conferences are really becoming the Power Two conferences before our very eyes. It's, it's the Big Ten and the SEC, and then it's everybody else. That, that's, that's how it's shaping up. So Michigan could join the SEC someday, and they'd still be among the most relevant teams in the sport, and they'd still make almost as much money as they make with their current Big Ten TV deal. Not as much, so that's up for consideration. You want to leave the Big Ten, you're going to leave some money behind on the table. Not as much as other places, though. The Big 12 and the ACC, they're not big enough to handle Michigan. They don't even have enough good teams. Their TV deals are too small and weak financially. Not even up for consideration. It'd be the SEC or bust, or maybe, maybe. One interesting thought, and you're only hearing it here on Lockdown Big Ten, Michigan could decide someday to go independent. I know. You go, what? Like like Notre Dame? Everybody criticizes Notre Dame that they need to join a conference. What, Michigan would actually leave and become independent? Again, I don't think they will. But Or maybe if they left and became independent, Notre Dame would come into the Big Ten and take the place. Think about that for a minute. As an independent, they can do whatever they want, and they would never be held accountable to conference bylaws, and they're a big enough brand. I think they would attract some sort of TV deal. They could schedule whoever they wanted to a point. The problem with that, with all these conference schedules um, amid all the individual conferences, it's not a lot of room. There's only a couple of games where they can schedule anybody outside, and, you know, and Notre Dame's going to run into the same problem, by the way. And even the, if there are enough schools or enough slots to schedule them, there are a lot of schools that just won't. Why take the loss, right? So scheduling would be difficult as an independent. Notre Dame's been able to get away with it so far. But, um, for example, one of the mainstays on the Notre Dame schedule, Southern Cal, now they're going to the, the Big Ten. They have fewer scheduling options. The games like that are going to start to disappear if you're an independent. Anyway, Michigan's not going anywhere. Uh, this is just Regents with egos, they're mad at the Big Ten, they're popping their chest out a little bit. That's all it is for now. 
But we'll see if any of this continues, if any of this. And I waited a couple of days before talking to you about this. Um, I actually saw this story come out several days ago. And I was like, all right, let me let's just let this one breathe a little bit. Let's get through the weekend or other important things to talk about. But I thought I'd throw that out there today just as a point of record uh, in case anything starts going on in the future. And if any of this talk uh, continues, maybe we'll resurrect the independence of Michigan talk here on Lockdown Big Ten. But uh, look, right now, Big Ten is the best conference. They got the most money. And Michigan is ground zero for this cash cow. And I don't think anybody's going anywhere because it always, it always comes down to the money. Always comes down to the money. Why would Michigan put themselves in a position where they would make less money? Uh, the Big 10 doesn't want to lose Michigan because they would make less money. Nobody's going anywhere. That's our opinion here on Lockdown Big 10. Um, until then, more important things going on. For example, Michigan has the hearing with the judge at 9 o'clock on Friday. Probably a one o'clock flight to go to Maryland to play. And we'll see if Jim Harbaugh is on that flight based on what happens in the courtroom. That's really what's at hand right now. And, uh, oh, by the way, you know, fun fact, we haven't really gotten into this. If Michigan wins that game against Maryland, that will be their 1,000th win in college football. They'll be the first team to do that. They have the most wins out of anybody. The next highest team, I believe, is Ohio State at like 963. Uh, I was thinking earlier today, what happens if they start taking wins away from Michigan on um, the, the NCAA investigation? But um, anyway, right now, if they beat Maryland, that's win 1,000, uh, a big benchmark for the Michigan football team. Again, uh, the Big Ten Michigan football team. They are staying. I would love your comments on this, by the way. Hit me up with that uh, on YouTube or on Twitter, X, at TalkBig10, number 10. Don't forget our website, too, uh, talkbig 10 number 10com as well. All right. The new college football playoffs. Uh, the poll is out. There has been a change at the top. It is no longer Ohio State. We'll have our thoughts on that. Plus the award winners this week, the best players in the Big Ten, and my power rankings are still coming up. So I'll share those with you. You can agree or disagree with those. It's all coming up in one minute right here on Locked On Big Ten. I want to tell you about eBay Motors, you know, things like passion, drive, and patience. First of all, that's what football coaches need with their team all season long. And it's also what brings home the winning trophy. Keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance from superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED lights, everything you can possibly think of that can make your, your ride look a lot cooler and make you feel good about it, Be, feel great about it. Over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die. You'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at all the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply, eBay guaranteed fit, only available to U.S. customers. So the college football playoff poll is out, and it was uh, it was interesting. So just we'll start with the top four. Got some other comments on some other ones, but Georgia and Ohio State flipped. 
Georgia is now number one. Ohio State falls from one to two, even though both teams won. Both teams are 10 and 0. Look, Georgia blew out a top 10 team in Ole Miss this weekend, 52 to 7. And Ohio State, they blew out a team, but it was Michigan State, arguably the worst team in the Big Ten, maybe. In fact, check out our power rankings in just a minute. We'll let you know. So they decided to flip, and uh, no harm, no foul, really. I think it was kind of expected. Michigan stays at number three, as they were before. Florida State remains at number four. So the top four is the, the, the same teams. They just flipped one and two, Georgia and Ohio State. It's interesting because if the season had ended today and the playoffs were set today, that means Ohio State and Michigan would play each other in a semifinal game. We all know they both have two games left, and, of course, one of them is against each other. So um, that may that may move around a little bit. Uh, congratulations to the Iowa Hawkeyes moving up six spots. Kirk Ferentz, 16th in the nation. That's pretty good. Eight and two, sitting in the 16th spot. Uh, and then uh, Penn State, they moved down two to 12. They were top 10. Now they're 12 after their loss to Michigan. So Penn State at eight and two at number 12, Iowa at eight and two at number 16. Big 10, well represented there. And of course, represented with Ohio State and Michigan inside the top four. So I thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, future Big 10 teams, uh, Washington at number five at 10 and 0, and Oregon at number six at nine and one. Some people thought maybe those two might flip this week, but they don't, not yet. Head-to-head uh, -head play still means a lot. So there you have it. Another quick note, the College Football Playoff Management Committee, they've been busy coming up with a 5 plus 7 model to get this 12-team playoff uh, starting next year. They'll reward the five top-ranked conference champions and then the next seven highest-ranked teams to come up with the 12-team field for the college football playoffs uh, after next season, start at, at the end of the season. Uh, this is a change from the previous six plus six model. Uh, this idea requires unanimous approval by the 11 chancellors and presidents who are in charge of the college football playoff, and they have a meeting in December. So that won't happen until the first week of December. A majority of the league commissioners are believed to prefer the new five plus seven model instead of the six and six. They've not committed to it because of the uncertainty of the Pac-12. Well, not much left of the Pac-12. That was kind of the big hang up here. Can't give the Pac-12 any kind of automatic bid. And in fact, they said the league must have at least eight members to be eligible for an automatic qualifying spot in the 12-team playoff. And now they're down to two. Not going to work out. After this season, um, you know, it's just Oregon State and Washington State, and their future still remains to be seen. Uh, so I'm not sure what's going to happen there. Again, uh, any new model uh, for the playoffs, the meeting won't happen until early December. That's the earliest it can be approved. Let's take a moment here to congratulate and acknowledge the award winners this week in the Big Ten, the Big Ten Offensive Player of the Week, Illinois backup quarterback John Paddock. This guy's been very exciting. Came in two weeks ago and saved the day on a last drive of the game. This past week, comes in, starts, plays, throws for 507 yards, and four touchdowns, including a 21-yard touchdown to Isaiah Williams to beat Indiana in overtime 48-45 in a shootout. The defensive player of the week, senior Tarheeb Still, big game in Maryland's much-needed win against Nebraska in Lincoln. Got two interceptions, including one late, with Nebraska threatening inside the 10-yard line. Also made a team-high seven tackles. The Terps are now 6-4 and four and bowl eligible. Get ready for that game against Michigan. Special teams player of the week, also on Maryland, Jack Howes. He kicked the uh, game-winning kick at the horn. 
Big pressure cooker made it 35 yarder earlier to tie the game at 10 in the fourth quarter. So he gets the special teams player of the week. And then the freshman of the week this is a name you are going to be familiar with because he's won this thing four times already. Purdue defensive back Dylan Theeneman. This kid is a player. He's among the leading tacklers in the country as a freshman. He plays hard every down. He's got great range. And, uh, you know, he can he can get you an interception here or there. But uh, he was very instrumental in the Boilermakers' win over Minnesota 49-30. to In that game, he had, a, he had a team high nine tackles. The guy is just all over the place. And if you haven't watched much Purdue football, you need to keep an eye on him because, he again, he's won this four times already in, in 10 weeks. Pretty good. Freshman of the uh, of the week. Ryan Walters has himself a superstar on that defense. Imagine how good he's going to be in a couple more years on top of what he's doing right now. Fascinating. Great job. All right. While I have you here, I want to thank you, as I always do every day, because I never take anything for granted. I always appreciate you. Thank you, every day, for checking out Lockdown Big Ten. And while you're here, if you're new and you haven't done it, please take a moment and subscribe down below. Just click it, and you're good. It's free. Uh, no other obligation. Just helps us out here on YouTube a lot and welcomes you officially into the club of uh, those who love Big Ten athletics. You can also share, follow, and like Lockdown Big Ten no matter how you're checking this podcast out. We would always appreciate that. That's the, that's the greatest thing you could do for this podcast and help it continue to grow like it's been going lights out. Also, a programming note on Friday. Uh, we've been doing this all football season on this Lockdown Big Ten channel. We have our Lockdown College Football Kickoff Live show. It is 11 a.m. to noon. It is live every Friday. However, if you miss the live version, you can catch it right afterward. There's always the tape version is always there to watch whenever you want, but it's right here on this channel, Lockdown Big Ten. I'm not the host, like I am a host here. I just I just contribute to it. Other guys on the Lockdown family. They host it and they do a fantastic job. So check that out right here on our Lockdown Big Ten YouTube channel. Uh, coming up in just a minute, I'm going to unveil our power rankings for the Big Ten. We gave you the national rankings and the playoff rankings. And we mentioned four Big Ten teams with Iowa, Penn State, Michigan, and Ohio State. We'll rank them all with our own power rankings. See if you agree or disagree with them. Love to hear from you on that. That's coming up next right here on Locked on Big Ten. So FanDuel is awesome. It is fun. And I invite you to try it out. You can uh, score early this NFL season with FanDuel. It is America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. And if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel because all your friends are doing it or people at work are talking about it, you should jump on. There's no better time to get in on the action. They got an app that's super easy. There are a wide range of things you can do. You can, you know, you. I know you know point spreads. You can just do money line, pick winners and losers. Uh, there are player prompts over unders, which I always like. I'll give you a couple of key tips here. Uh, like this weekend, Rutgers at Penn State. Penn State's a 20 and a half point favorite. Well, last time Rutgers lost a big game was to Ohio State. Then they came back the next week and they barely beat Indiana. It was a big letdown. They got all hyped up for the Michigan game. Big letdown. They're very upset right now. They've changed offensive coordinators. Don't be surprised if Rutgers keeps it inside of three touchdowns. Okay, it's 20 and a half. 
Uh, Illinois, Iowa, over under at 30 and a half. Always take the under with a game with Iowa. Always. You'd make huge, huge money if you did that. If you want something in the NFL, look at the Bears. They got Justin Fields coming back, taking on the Detroit Lions. Lions are nine and a half point favorites at home. Not only do the Lions win games, they cover. They always cover. They've been doing this for years. One of the best cover teams in all the NFL. So take the Lions in the minus nine and a half, even though it's a big number. So visit fanduel.com slash locked on and kick off the rest of the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. All right, so we have our power rankings, and we always have fun with that in the middle of the week, kind of a breather from one weekend to the next. And, you know, I can't believe I only have two regular season games left. Makes me very sad in the uh, in the football season, of course. Basketball season in full force, and uh, we'll be getting into that more as well. That's always fun in the Big Ten. But um, let's take a look at the power rankings here as we shake things out. Put it on the screen. If you're listening on uh, audio and don't have the video, we'll uh, describe everything for you that's going on right here. So no change at the top for us. Unlike the college football uh, playoff poll where there was a change at the top, the last three weeks we've had the Michigan Wolverines and the Ohio State Buckeyes tied. And it's not a cop-out. A couple weeks ago, look, Ohio State's been playing really well. Michigan's been flawless throughout much of the season, and we moved them into a tie, and there's no reason to move them out. I mean, I guess I could do with the college football playoff poll and penalize Ohio State for only beating Michigan State, and, of course, Michigan beat a top-10 team in in Penn State. But uh, I I didn't think – I think Ohio State's playing really well right now. I didn't feel it was worthy bumping them down a half spot. So we're going to keep them tied at the top until they play it out. Okay, unless something crazy happens this weekend. At number three, I'm going to keep the Penn State Nittany Lions there because I still think they're the third best team in the Big Ten. That's their problem, right? They're the third best. They can't crack the top two. But I still think they're the, they're the third best team overall. That's been a topic of discussion here for weeks, months, really. Can they crack the top three? Apparently, the answer for another year is going to be no, but I'm not going to penalize them beyond that. I still think they're a top three team. Going to absolutely have the Iowa Hawkeyes here firmly at number four at eight and two. A lot of people may have criticized them early in the year for their lack of offense and their grinded out games, but they just win them. Here, I see a lot of comments on YouTube. You said, hey, if they were in the East, they'd be less than, you know, a, a losing team or less than 500. Look, maybe, maybe not, but they are what they are. And they've shored up at least a tie for the Big Ten West title. So they got a really great chance of being in the Big Ten championship game. See how things go this weekend. Rutgers at number five. Of course, they just got uh, beat by Iowa and beat handily 22 to nothing. That game was three nothing at the half, by the way. And we'll see how Rutgers does against Penn State this week. If they keep it close and pull up an upset, who knows? Uh, Let's see. Illinois came off their overtime win. Uh, against Indiana, they're at number six. Illinois has been playing better football uh, the last three weeks or so. Trying Their games are exciting, though. When Illinois wins, it comes down to the last minute every single time. Maryland Terps at number seven. Again, they snapped a four-game losing streak, 5-0. and oh, Then they lose four. Then they had to get that win last week against Nebraska with a kick at the horn because they got Michigan coming up next. Northwestern, a five-win team, will put them at number eight. The Minnesota Golden Gophers at nine. Bit of a disappointing season, I think, for them. I expected a couple more wins out of them. Same with the Wisconsin Badgers, who are at number 10, but they are so 
absolutely banged up. Let's take a look at the best of the rest, if you will. Nebraska Cornhuskers at number 11. Got the Purdue Boilermakers at 12 and the Hoosiers at 13. Those two go head-to-head for the Old Oaken Bucket next week. So that'll settle itself, the uh, that position out. And as I alluded to earlier, the Michigan State Spartans at number 14. Just all sorts of trouble uh, this year and hoping to rebound next year. All right. So there, there it is. Our uh, power rankings for the Big Ten here on Lockdown Big Ten. Love to hear your comments. You can agree or disagree on Twitter at Talk Big Ten or on YouTube as well. And don't forget to check out our website, talkbigtennumber10.com. And also, again, if you haven't yet, click that little subscribe button down below. It is a tremendous help to us. And follow this podcast right now on your favorite podcast app. And you'll get the latest episode of Lockdown Big Ten as soon as it becomes available each and every day. All right, getting closer to the weekend with the games. We're going to start looking at those a little bit. Don't forget, Jim Harbaugh has his hearing on Friday to see if he can coach. Right now, we invite you to check out the Locked On Sports Today podcast for the latest on everything going on in sports. In the meantime, have yourself a great day or great evening, depending on when you check us out. I'm Craig Scheman for Locked On Big Ten.